Welcome to Mouse Geek Radio, where your hosts from two coasts, Mallory and Scott, embrace their inner mouse geekdom with you. Welcome to episode 17 of Mouse Geek Radio for the week of January 15th, 2018. I'm your host, Scott Barrett, here with my wonderful co-host, Mallory O'Brien. Mallory, how are you doing? I am doing okay. (laughs) I'm a little under the weather, so I apologize for the way I sound. I will sound both Southern and a little bit ill tonight, (laughs) (laughs) but but I'm doing okay. How about you? I'm doing good. Uh, We've got a lot of the ill sickness going around at least at work it's that time of the year and uh i've been avoiding it so far hopefully i can continue (laughs) i hope so too i mean this i just get so annoyed with colds they serve no purpose they just you know knock you down for a solid week so i'm over it Uh, get out (laughs) (laughs) amen to that uh, so, yeah, this episode is going to be uh, a fun one. I think we're going to have some rapid-fire conversations. We're going to talk about Disney parks and resorts bucket lists for each of us. Basically, the bucket th- list! The bucket list! Right? The bucket list. Everybody's got to have a bucket list, especially a Disney bucket list. Bingo. Um, you know, especially... Uh, it, we, it's going to be interesting to see what's on our lists because you and I have been to the park so many times, but there's still so many things we haven't done or want to do. Exactly. And these are these are going to be personal opinions. There are a lot of things that I haven't done and, it, and it's not on my list. Like I'm okay with missing it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> these are things that I I really want to do. These are things I have on my list that I, it would make me so happy if I could check it off. Is that kind of how you approached it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, great. Because if we had a list of things that just, you know, we haven't done, that would never end. Oh, no, it, it goes on and on and on and on. <laughs> so, yeah, I try to choose some things that uh, that I would absolutely love to do before I I pass on from this world. And, uh, yeah, would just like to see and do. So uh, why don't you start? What's your first one? Uh, okay, I'm going to start on the East Coast over here in Walt Disney World. Okay. And one of the things on my bucket list, it's a it's a recent addition but I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen Happily Ever After yet. The new-ish fireworks show in Magic Kingdom. You and I have talked before how we're not super into fireworks shows. But I thought Wishes was good. And, and I heard that Happily Ever After is much better. And I think my daughter would probably like it. So I'd like to see it in person. And I have purposefully avoided watching it online so that I can enjoy it when we see it next time we visit. So that's my first one. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Uh, yeah, you're right. We don't, I, I, we've talked about not watching a lot of shows, but, uh, uh, yeah, I heard great things about this one. And the fact that you're avoiding, um, all videos and and whatnot. So you can uh, see it firsthand, I think is awesome. So, uh, that's a good one. 
All right, for okay, me. Tell me about yours. All right, well, mine goes uh, on the West Coast, uh, the Disneyland uh, boy and me. Um, and this is probably one that most people have on their list. Uh, one that I came close to fulfilling, uh, however, was uh, denied at the last minute. But this is uh, eating and visiting Club 33 in Disneyland. Oh, yes. Totally on my list, too. Right. Same. I mean, as a kid, oh, yeah. <laughs> as a kid growing up, you know, I, shoot, you, you know, we'd go to the Blue Bayou and the door was right next door and you'd see it every time we were there. And you, you hear stories about it and you see pictures about it. And you're like, this is like the exclusive club. And a few years ago, I went to Disneyland with some with some friends and we were going to have the opportunity to go. And our reservations were canceled because they decided to start construction that weekend of the expansion. Oh, those jerks. Yes, we were very bummed and uh, very upset. But, uh, you know, hopefully uh, I'll be lucky enough to to uh, get up there at some point. Oh, my goodness. You're, you were way closer than I'll ever be. I have no way to ever get to eat there. But it's still on my list. I would love if we could make that happen someday, somehow. But I know zero members of Club 33. And even if I did, I would feel like a jerk asking them, hey, can I just uh, come with you and eat there? <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, it's like, how do you drop that in a conversation? <laughs> I know. How do I say that without sounding like a turd? But I, I still would adore that. The, the history, the exclusivity of it, the fact that, you know, Walt ate there and that it was, I don't know, all the stories and, and the specials that you see behind it. It would just be the coolest to go in that secret door. Oh, I would love it. So maybe one day in another dimension, I'll get to do that. <laughs> you never know. You never know what will happen. It's true. Um, well, let's see. Okay. Back at Walt Disney World. I'm, I'm kind of going uh, geographically. So I'm going to stay with Walt Disney World first, and then I'll move over to the other coast. Okay. And... My next one is, I mentioned this before, I don't know how realistic it is, but it's real <laughs> to me. I would love to stay at every Walt Disney World Resort. Um, we're, we've stayed at quite a few, but there are some that we have not stayed at. And I, it's kind of like when you get to the point where maybe you only have like three or four left, even if you're not super interested in staying at them, you're like, well, I got to do it. You know, I got to be able to say I've stayed at all of them. <laughs> so it's still it's still kind of in the back of my mind all the time that I, I would love to, even if it's just for a night or two, to just hit every Walt Disney World Resort so I can say I've had firsthand experience at all of them. Well, that's one I had on my list, and I'm going to sort of add on to that. So I would love to stay at every resort, but if I had to choose one as sort of a bucket list resort to stay at, it would be Christmas time at the Grand Floridian. I would love to to stay there, you know, being able to hit the monorail whenever you want. Uh, it's beautiful there, but just waking up and, you know, what you've described in past episodes and going into the lobby and hearing the music and smelling the gingerbread and all the Christmassy stuff, I would love to have that on a daily basis when I uh, woke up and left my resort and when I came back to my resort. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's one of the greatest experiences of my life. <laughs> We've been fortunate enough to stay there a couple of times at Christmas, once for a short trip, once for a little bit of a longer trip. And, I mean, you won't regret it. Uh, a lot of people are down on the Grand Floridian. They're like, oh, it's too uppity. It's just, I don't like the theming because it's not Disney. It's just a nice Hilton or whatever. <laughs> but uh, at Christmas time especially, holy smokes. 
it just blows everything else out of the water. It's the most Christmassy, minus Wilderness Lodge, the most Christmassy resort. Those two, they take the cake. Yeah. Yeah, amen. I mean, absolutely. It's just, it sounds awesome, and I want to experience it. So, who knows? Maybe some point. I think you will. I feel it. Once the kids move out, and I don't have to pay for them anymore. <laughs> or maybe they'll pay for you. They'll be oh, so loaded. There you go. Exactly. Well, Take good. mom and pop on a trip. <laughs> I, That's what I'm banking on. I told my daughter, it's not to digress too much, but I told my daughter the other day something along those lines. I told her I've been keeping track of how much money we spend on her so she can pay me back when I'm old. <laughs> exactly. And what's the interest rate? <laughs> ah, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, here's my next one. And it's kind of like the same thing with the hotels. Okay. I would love if we could shake it sometime in life. It might only be like a one-nighter deal. <laughs> I would love to stay in a club-level uh, room in one of the suites or just have a, a standard room on the club level of basically any of the deluxe resorts. I, I just want to experience what it's like to get the the special VIP treatment. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love exclusivity, like I said earlier. Um, and I love a, I love a lounge, you know, to have have beverages and treats in the afternoon and a small breakfast in the morning. I love that kind of stuff. So that would just be so awesome to me. I can never justify the cost every time that I'm looking at that as a possibility, but who knows? Maybe one day I'll splurge and decide to do, you know, a weekend deal in a club room, but I would love to do that. That's kind of on my list. It's a great one. I would, yeah, that'd be quite an experience. It's an expensive experience, but man, what an experience that would be. I know. I mean, and people, it seems like once people start sitting club level, they don't go back. And <laughs> I'm like, how do you people afford this? But <laughs> that's awesome that they can. Yeah, absolutely. I, I sure as heck can't. So uh, we can only dream. That's why it's a bucket list. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So next on my list, uh, back to Disneyland. Uh, one of the things I'd like to do again, this comes back to my childhood and, and one of the things I used to look at all the time. And I'd love to visit Walt's apartment above the firehouse. Oh, such a good one. Yeah, it's something I've never had the opportunity to do, and I know people that have. You know, obviously, you walk into the park, you see the window up there, you see the light. Uh, everyone knows the history. It would be great to actually walk in there and, and just sort of experience that. Okay, that is an excellent one. Because when I was coming up with my list, I was like, you know, there are not very many tours or VIP experiences at Walt Disney World that I'd be interested in and I didn't even think about the fact that if that I would love to do that at Disneyland because of Walt's apartment almost exclusively <laughs> well I will share this bucket list item with you oh fabulous thank you for letting me <laughs> add that one to my bucket. that is such a good one I think uh, I'd probably cry in that room yeah and you... I would love to see the dream suite yeah oh yeah absolutely which, um, just to sneak this one in there, I mean, we we all want to see inside Cinderella Castle, right? I mean, yeah. that's be a great. thing. Oh, yeah, that's a big thing. Uh, I, I See, I don't even know how to put that on the bucket list because you can't just do that. <laughs> I mean, like, I guess that's like Club 33 then as well. Yeah, just some, you know, all these exclusive places that you need to either be a member in 
or know somebody who knows somebody, right? Yeah, and I don't know anybody. I mean, I know you, and that's as close as I'm going to get to it. <laughs> and I'm not even close. <laughs> oh, dang. We have got to somehow shrink our degrees of separation from Club 33. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, my next thing, I just have a handful of restaurants at Walt Disney World that I've never eaten at. Okay. And I want to eat there. And one of the ones, this is a way reach. It, it's Victoria and Albert's. Are you familiar with this? Yeah, I actually have this on my list. You do? Okay. Yes. So for the listeners who don't know, which I imagine most do, it's a super fancy pants restaurant in the Grand Floridian. They have very few tables. They have a chef's table area and, you know, multi-course meal. They print the menu out. Gentlemen must wear coats. Ladies must wear a dress or nice dress pants and it just looks mega fancy and awesome and consistently gets super high ratings from several magazines and i think TripAdvisor rates it like first in florida every year so it's like a big deal and i would just love the experience i've never met anyone who's left there and said eh, it was okay you know <laughs> everybody's like it's one of the best meals i've ever had yeah, it, it sounds spectacular. I've seen pictures of people that have done it, talked to a few people who have done it, and it's just, it sounds like an experience, an eating experience that sort of trumps all eating experiences. Um, there's no other way to put it. It's just, it's the highest of classes, the highest level of food. It's just wonderful. So yeah, I, I had the same thing on my list. That was I was looking as soon as you started talking about food, I started my eyes went right to that, and I was like, "Oh man, yeah, we're I'm on board." <laughs> nice. Well, I can let you know my other restaurants in Walt Disney World, or we can move on to your next one, and then we'll come back. Whatever you want. Uh, no, what restaurants you got? I have never eaten at Beer Garden. Oh, I love that place. I know everybody loves it, and I'm like, why haven't I had it yet? So I've got a, that's on my list. That's a good one. You know, okay, this is another one that's kind of embarrassing. I've never had Chef Mickey's. Chef I know. Mickey's. Oh, I don't think I have and either. You haven't? Okay. No, I have not. It's like, you know, it's the go-to meet the Fab Five character meal inside the Contemporary Resort. Uh-huh. And it's, you know, it's a hard-to-get one. Um, clients love it. Friends and family love it. Uh, and it's just, it's the best way to meet the Fab Five. And I just, we just haven't been there yet. We've met the characters in other ways and we enjoy some of the other character meals more, but I feel like I need to just experience it like once in life. <laughs> um, same with Cinderella's Royal Table. I, I have to eat inside Cinderella Castle someday. Um, I know that it's crazy expensive and the food's probably mediocre at best, but I just, I gotta do it someday. <laughs> I can't go my whole life without trying Cinderella's Royal Table. I want to try Boma inside Animal Kingdom Lodge. We really enjoy Jico, but Boma has unlimited zebra domes on the buffet, so duh. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> Right? I want to try Tiffin's inside Animal Kingdom. It's relatively new, what, two, three years old. And the menu looks fantastic. The beverages look wonderful. And the Nomad Lounge right next to it uh, serves some of the similar things. And that just looks fantastic. And I'm, I really want to try it someday. 
Yachtsman Steakhouse, still haven't eaten there. Uh, we tend to go to La Cellier just because it's inside the park and we just really like it. But I feel like Yachtsman probably has a better steak and probably better sides. So I feel like I should do that someday. And let's see. And then I've got two in Disney Springs. I want to try Morimoto Asia and I want to try the Edison. The Edison just opened recently. Mm, yeah. Just, yeah, just for the ambiance. Have you been to the one in LA? No, no. Didn't know there was okay. one in LA. Yes, there is. I just, the ambiance looks awesome. I love all the theming and just to walk in there and, you know, maybe have a drink and an appetizer uh, would be amazing. So, yeah, those are my East Coast list of restaurants that are on my bucket list. That's kind of a long list, uh, but we are kind of good at eating. So, <laughs> it might not take too long <laughs> to, to knock them off the list. The Morimoto one's a good one. I bet that's a, a good restaurant. He's got a, uh, he's got a place out here in Napa that I've eaten at, and it's absolutely delicious. And really? So I, I assume his quality is top notch. Yeah. Okay, so uh, one of our podcaster friends, Logan Seculo, on WDW Today, he just went nuts over that. His, he said it was an awesome experience. He has three children, and he said they were great with kids. So after hearing his review, I was interested, but after hearing his review, I was like, okay, great with kids and family and great food. Yes, sign me up. So that's why it's definitely on my list. Awesome. Well, Let's stick with food. I've got two here that I'll just mention real quick that have to do with food. Um, yes. The first one is I really want to experience uh, the Disney World's uh, food and wine stuff, the food and wine festival. Oh, good one. Good one. I've never done it. I've wanted to do it. I'd love, I mean, the idea of just walking around and snacking and I watch videos of people doing it whenever, every year. I would just love to be there and do it myself. Um, so uh, that's one on my bucket list. The other one is uh, it's uh, called Dine with an Imagineer where you can have dinner with an Imagineer. Um, I don't know if they still do this. They did this in the past. Oh, yeah. And I've seen, is they it, do. Do they still do it? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would love to do that. It would be great, I think, just to sit with someone who actually works on some of this stuff and pick their brain and have conversations and maybe pick up a few antidotes. And, I don't know, it just sounds like a good time. Uh, you should just have lunch with Katie. I should have lunch with Katie. I know. <laughs> That's how you can dine with an Imagineer. <laughs> you know what? That's great. Yeah, I will do that. Next time I'm out there, I'll give her a call. I'll have lunch with her, and then I can, I can scratch this off my bucket list. It will be less expensive. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> no, but that would be awesome. Uh, that would be really fun. Plus, it, you know, it forces you to eat in one of the cool restaurants inside Hollywood Studios. I know the Hollywood Brown Derby is on the list, and they, they have really good food there. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to eat that. It's not a bucket list food place for me, but I'd like to eat there and try it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's it for food. I have no more food. Interesting. No more food. No more food. Um, I got some food at Disneyland Ooh. that I haven't eaten at, uh, places I haven't been. I've never been to Trader Sam's. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I've never been inside the Disneyland Hotel. You're kidding me. I know, right? Okay. <laughs> uh, the... The far, I got to the end of uh, downtown Disney because I had to go to guest services to get something taken care of. And then we just didn't walk any farther. It was like super hot that day. And we were like, we got to go back to the room. Sure. And so I never made it down there. Okay. <laughs> I, was All right. like, I was like, I, I was like 100 yards away from it. Dummy didn't go in. That's what, hey, it's <laughs> something now for the next trip. I know. I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I want to go to Trader Sam's, the original, the OG. Uh, Carthay Circle. We didn't get to eat there, so that's another one on my list. 
And then um, Napa Rose and Steakhouse 55. Those are the other two that I'm very interested in. Those are good choices. I haven't eaten at Napa Rose. Um, we, it's expensive and we didn't, I don't know, we tend to use our expensive meals at like Blue Bayou and things for the, with the kids. But I'd like to go there with my wife as like a date dinner. Right. Um, so I'm kind I of saving it as that. Yeah. That doesn't seem like a family moment. Exactly. And Steak 55, uh, or I recommend. It's great. Yeah, I remember you talking about the breakfast there, right? Steak oh, and eggs? Steak and eggs all day long. Okay. So, yeah, sign me up for that. And with Napa Rose, that chef's counter area sounds awesome. Oh, yeah. Uh, lots of friends have eaten there, and that's one of the favorite meals that they've had, you know, while on the West Coast, period. So that made me one very interested. So those are my West Coast meals that I want to have. Those are good All ones. right, what else you got? All right, so this is kind of a... That was a little dumb one. We came close to this at Universal this summer, actually, but we want to be picked as the family to open the park. Oh, good. We were we were right behind the family that got picked at Universal when we were there, and it got me thinking about it. I was like, I really want to do this at Disney. And we've, always, we've gotten close a few times but never actually got picked. I want to be the family that gets picked to open the park. I don't care which park, but one of the parks. Okay, you got to show up early, and you got to have the Disney look. Yeah, so, yeah. We've like, tried. We've like we've put the ears on the kids and they've decked out in the outfits. We came really oh, yeah. close. We thought we were we were gonna get it when we went years and years and years ago when we had when our daughters were really into like wearing princess dresses and crowns and all that stuff and we had them all dressed up and we were all dressed up and well we didn't get it. Dang. Yeah. Maybe that's another you gotta know somebody thing. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like the people look like they came out of a commercial, like they're wearing jewel tone polo shirts. Yeah, that's not you me. Know? <laughs> that's not me. <laughs> and they have like, you know, khakis on and they look like they just, you know, pose for photos on the beach. <laughs> no, I've got my cargo shorts on, my Disney t shirt, and a very dirty Disneyland hat. That's, that's <laughs> if those are the rules, we will never be chosen. My family won't. <laughs> like, if those are the rules, I mean we're just we're just surviving. I've got full makeup on, surviving. but the rest is just cozies. I'm just you know, yeah. I'm hanging. Just hang, man. Surviving, that's a good way to put it. I like that. <laughs> uh Okay, my next one is Disneyland one. I want to stay at the Grand Californian sometime. Oh, good one. Because of its location. The fact that you can enter a park through that hotel. That is so cool. Uh, I, I love the idea of the Disneyland hotel. That has more history and probably means more to me than the Grand Californian does. But if I'm being honest, the convenience of the Grand Californian trumps it. <laughs> like if I'm having to pick between the two. Sure. Yeah. Plus, it's, I don't know. I, I love the decor of the Grand Californian. It's beautiful. Just absolutely oh, yeah. beautiful. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like a hotel to me. It feels more like a resort that you're staying at where if you go to Disneyland Hotel, it definitely feels like a hotel to me. If the Disneyland Hotel had direct monorail access into Disneyland Park, it would win for me on the list <laughs> it used it used to and I, then it died and then it died but i can i can remember as a kid staying there with my parents and my brother and i just using the monorail to go to disneyland whenever we wanted wouldn't that be nice oh man awesome but yeah grand california i do like the theming there 
Disneyland hotel, from the photos and everything that I see, it, it reminds me of the contemporary. Yeah, that's a good uh, that's a good comparison. Um, it just feels more hotelish. Where yeah, the Grand Californian feels more resort like. Um, yeah. Okay. What else you got? Uh, okay, let's see here. Uh, I lied. There is one here with food. I missed it. It's not food. It's drink, and it goes against my resolutions from last episode. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm already contradicting myself, and I'm, what, three weeks into the Who new cares? year? Who cares? Resolutions are meant to be broken. That's why we don't make them. So one thing I'd like to do before I'm too old and can't, can't hack it is I'd like to drink around the world. I've never actually fully done that. I've done most of it, but I've never actually had a drink in every, every uh, country and world showcase. So, okay. In the same mean, day. Okay, I was going to say, in the yeah, same in the day. Same day. Are you saying, like, you know, split it up between a couple of days? Okay. Yeah, I'd have to plan it out, and then I'd have to plan it out beer to hard or hard to beer. I don't know. Whatever. You can't end on tequila. Or... No. Oh, I'm sorry. You have to start in Mexico so that you end in Canada because you can't end on tequila. Yeah, you got to end on a nice Canadian ale. Anyway, yeah, that's one thing I'd like to do. I came close once in 2011, and we got sidetracked and ended up visiting with people we, we ran into, and it just didn't happen, but... Uh, I don't know. It's, I'd like to do it, you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> Gotta get a little little passport, stamp it in every country. Yeah, make a big deal out of it. Take a picture, you know, on in every, each do country with the with whoever's serving you, and uh, uh, yeah, just have fun. But I want to do it with some friends or family, you know. I, I don't obviously. I'm not going to do it by myself. That would be that'd be wrong. <laughs> yeah, those are called alcoholics. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> gosh but uh my, my wife imagining you being like real sad and <laughs> we're, we're trying to plan a trip in the next couple of years with uh my wife and kids and but also my sister and her husband who we're close with and uh we've been talking about this and so i think that's why it's on my list so it'd be fun to do that with them and then my kids will be old enough to to carry us back to the hotel <laughs> well then you can split beverages too because yeah you exactly get, i mean you're gonna get full just from the sheer volume the liquid will make you full yeah. <laughs> uh so being able to split little and and that's the same for the food and wine festival being able to split things so you can sample everything it's much more fun to go with a large group sure oh absolutely uh i agree completely it's more cost effective too <laughs> i know i mean that was another thing i was thinking about you by yourself dropping you know 600 bucks to try to get <laughs> Like, and then you look at your magic band statement and like, good not. <laughs> it's like being on a cruise ship. You're just buying drinks and you don't even realize how much they cost. You just scan, scan, scan. Charge it to the room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. That's why. I mean, and Disney knows that with the magic band system. They know it feels like it's fake money and that people will spend more that way. They knew that was happening. Oh, abso <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> When we leave Walt Disney World and I pull my magic band out trying to scan it to pump gas. I'm like, dang. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I literally did that. That's not even a joke. <laughs> okay, that's even I had funnier. my band on when we were driving home and I pulled my wrist out and I was like, oh, whoops. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I know. Disney's like, got you. Know. They've got you hooked. It's, it's habitual now. Technology ruins everything. Have you ever tried to pinch to zoom on a real photo? <laughs> Because <laughs> I have. 
and oh, then I funny. died laughing at myself. <laughs> I had a hard copy of a photo in my hand, and I tried to pinch to zoom, and I was like, "What am I doing? What's wrong? <laughs> this this world." That's crazy. Oh. That's oh, good. That's embarrassing. All right, okay. what do you what do you got? Back to our bucket list. Um. U.S. travel. I want to visit the Walt Disney Family Museum in San Fran. Oh, that's a great one. Uh, I've never been. Have you? Uh, we go probably once every few months. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I really want to go. I <laughs> love it. <laughs> yeah, every... every it's go ahead. gorgeous. It, it is gorgeous. Every few months, they change out. They have, like, a special, uh, like, showing or exhibit, and they usually change them out once every few months. And so we typically go when the new ones come in, look at it, and... Yes. You ever get out here, I highly recommend it. Oh, I'm doing it. It'll take you a whole day to get through it, by the way. Oh, yeah. Especially, and uh, I was talking about it with my husband. Our daughter would not care at all uh, at her age. So that would be that would be for me. It wouldn't even be for her. It would be like, can somebody watch her for the day while I go and read everything and stare at everything? Because I would love it. Yeah, I, I, you would, you would, yeah, it would blow, it's, it's going to blow your mind. You'll absolutely love it. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, what do you have? Uh, okay, what do I got here? So, uh, speaking of visiting places, uh, I would like to visit all of the Disney parks overseas. Uh, we've, I've obviously visited all of the parks here in the United States. I'd like to go overseas and visit all of those parks at some point. What would be the top of your list? Uh, I think Tokyo Disney Seas. Same. Yeah. Same. I think Tokyo Disney Seas. I, I had a friend who came back from there about four or five months ago, and he uh, just gushed about it. Gushed about it. So, uh, yeah. I mean, all the pictures I see, all the information I read about it, um, that's that's the go-to. And then all the popcorn buckets I can get my wife. Just, right? Uh, <laughs> the merch they have oh my there gosh. is incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah. That same is on my list. I actually listed them in order of, you know, kick the bucket order. Um, Tokyo Disney Sea is number one, and then Tokyo Disneyland is next. Uh huh. Disneyland Paris would be the next. Uh huh. Then Shanghai, then Hong Kong. It's a good list. That's that's my order of yeah. Tokyo is on the top because it seems like. From everyone that's visited multiple Disney parks across the world, Tokyo Disney Sea and Tokyo Disneyland are like the indisputable kings of all Disney parks. It's like they threw all the money in those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so and and it's so unique. So I've got to make that happen somehow in life. Someday. Mm-hmm. Here's my next one. We talked about this on the last episode. Is Disney Cruise? I got to do that. Yeah, yeah, you got to do that one. Surprised me that you haven't done one yet, and uh, yeah, you yeah. definitely have to do one. We have cruised, but before we had a child, I was like, ah, I don't know if if Disney Cruise is my thing, you know. Now that I have all this information, plus I have a kid, uh, <laughs> about what kind of things were for you know they had for adults on Disney Cruise Line, I'm really bummed that I never went you know with just the two of us but it's gonna be extra fun now that we have a child so um it's gonna happen um i just i'm i'm ready for it <laughs> awesome yeah you know i i wouldn't have thought to have gone just as adults either without my kids 
Um, but you're absolutely right. There is a lot of stuff to do on the cruises. Uh, if you are just adults without a kid, it's, it's great. They really, uh, they really hit all sides of, uh, of, you know, of everything, everything you can do. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, this one is a bucket list item more for me making someone happy (laughs) than for myself, which I guess makes me happy, but, uh, I would like to celebrate my wife's birthday at a Disney park. That's so nice. She is the only one in my immediate family that has not celebrated a birthday in the Disney park yet. <laughs> I have. My daughters have. She has not. And so I would like to make that happen for her at some point. She, Ooh, that's a good one, yeah. especially since all of you have celebrated your birthdays. It is her time. It's her turn. She wants to wear the button. She wants the cast members to say happy birthday. She wants to wear the birthday hat. She wants the birthday lunch, the birthday dinner. She wants... Everything that we've done for the kids, she she now wants, and uh, quite frankly, she deserves it, and it would make me super happy to do that. So we are that's on my bucket list. That is so awesome. We have visited Walt Disney World for my birthday a couple of times, or at least close to time, and I just wear the button even if it's within a week. Like <laughs> I pick a day that's going to be my fake birthday um, on on the vacation and say I'm going to pretend like this day is my birthday day, <laughs> and I'm going to wear the button. There you that go. day, hey, and, and I will still celebrate it then. Nobody's the wiser. <laughs> um. Okay. Next one on mine is I want to visit Aulani. Oh, good one. Uh, you freaking love it, right? I love it. Yeah, we're trying to figure out how to get back there. <laughs> I cannot. I don't see anything negative about that place. I mean, uh, plus we love Hawaii. We honeymoon in Hawaii. I've been. A couple of times, but that was before Aulani opened. Yeah. So I would love to spend at least a few days there and get to experience the water features, the character meet and greets, just the resort as a whole, all the activities. It's just, it's gorgeous. I got to go. It is gorgeous. I mean, it's Hawaii. It's, you know, they've got things for adults, things for kids. Um, Things for everyone in between. It's relaxing. That, that's the one thing that I remember from that trip is how relaxing it was. You know, you're at a Disney resort. You're getting top-notch service, top-notch experiences. Uh, but it's you don't <laughs> you don't have the pressures of a theme park. Like I always think about Disney when I go to Disney vacation. You're going to a theme park, so there's lines and there's you know possible like hot weather issues that you're standing in line and it people lots of people but it there it just you don't experience any of that and there's a lot of people there you just don't feel it um you know you can stay inside you can stay outside you can swim you can go in the ocean there's just so much to do uh highly recommend it so that's a good one that's a really good point about a new style of disney vacation you know (laughs) it's the it's the disney vacation where you don't need a vacation after you leave (laughs) yeah you get to chill. You're chill. That's a that's a great way to put it. Yeah, that's the that is the first vacation we've had in a long time where we didn't feel like we were just wasted after it. <laughs> that is awesome. Okay, well, <clears throat> I hope you get to go back soon, and I hope I get to go to as well. <laughs> okay, so uh, more childhood stuff. Uh, I would like to captain the Mark Twain. I'd like to be up in the captain's area, put my hands on the steering wheel while the boat's moving in the water. In the oh my gosh, I didn't even realize that was a thing. Rivers of America. Apparently it is a thing. So from what I understand, if you get up there, you can knock on the door. And if, if uh, 
cast member's nice and there's no one else in there, they'll let you in and they'll take a picture and you can steer the boat and, and all that kind of stuff. And that's something I've wanted to do since I was a kid. That's way cool. You know, it makes me think of, this is not really even related, but you know the red tags that cast members hand to the people that are going through the standby queue just to, um, you know, help update the standby queue wait times? Yeah. People get so pumped to get that thing. Yeah. Do you all get excited? We do get excited. I Maybe not me as much as my kids, but they'll fight over who gets to wear it and give it to the cast member, even at their <laughs> ages. And they're, what, 12 and 14 and a half. I know. Absolutely. I mean, I see grown adults and they like, you know, fist pump to the sky when they get it. Hey. Like, oh, I got the thing. I got the tag. Oh, like I'm important. I'm like, you're going to wait the same amount of time. <laughs> but you do have a lanyard to carry around. You got the lanyard. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's great. I think it's great. That's funny. <laughs> my, my daughter, oh, she's so excited when she gets that thing. And usually it seems like they see a young child and they're like, hey, you want to take this? And, oh, they feel super important. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Okay, I only have one more left. Uh, okay. Um, I want to do an Adventures by Disney excursion. And the one that I'm very interested in is one of the uh, Europe tours that they combine with a Rhine River cruise. So I would love to do that. That sounds like exquisite, right? That's right. <laughs> right. I mean, I've never been to Europe at all. Uh, and I would love it if the adventure guides from Disney were taking me along. They do the coolest things with their guests. And I've always wanted to go on a river cruise. I mean, if you've ever watched Downton Abbey and you see <laughs> and you see the intro that show the Rhine River and the Danube River cruises, it may, I mean, I start salivating thinking about it. And then the fact that Disney now does that, oh, I mean, the worlds collide. And <laughs> I would just love to do that. And I hear nothing but great things about Adventures by Disney Experiences. Um, I hear they're just, yes. yeah, top-notch, you know, guided vacations. And uh, that's a good one. They are. I mean, nice accommodations, knowledgeable guides. And you have two per group. They're, you don't just have one that everybody's having a fight over. There's always two. And then you just have, you know, great food. You get to do, like, exclusive tours and, like, private things that, the general public doesn't get to do. So there's long lines and you're like, Oh, adventures by Disney. They just walk by <laughs> like it's another, you know, exclusive thing. I live for exclusive. So, um, uh, again, they, you know, they charge you for it. They're not cheap, but it's one of those things where there's not one moment of it that you would regret if you did it. I didn't even think about adventures by Disney. That's a good one. Okay. Yeah, I, I had a friend that did one in California. Just there was a there's a Southern California one that takes you to Disney Studios, backstage tour of DCA and Disneyland, and uh, in Burbank, and that looks awesome. I would love to do that too. That would be a lot of fun. Those backstage ones. I think they have one. Yeah, those backstage ones would be pretty sweet. Okay, so I have I guess three left that I'll just sort of get through here real fast um the first one is as much as i have complained about it on past episodes i'd like to see the candlelight processional at disneyland 
I think it's it's a beautiful location there in front of the train uh, depot, and uh, it always looks gorgeous and sounds gorgeous, and you get to hear people read, uh, you know, these special stories during Christmas, and I'd love to be uh, experience that. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, and I lied. I have another one, though. Oh. And it, it's related. Great. What is it? I, I just missed it on my phone. I, I want to visit Disneyland during holidays. Uh, yeah, that's a great one. <laughs> I, yeah, I've been there during Halloween time and during the summertime, but not during Christmas time. And I would love, you know, I got to see it all. We, we talked about that in our holiday episode, all the happenings and definitely is on my bucket list to get to see it all firsthand. So would the candy canes also be on your bucket list if you were there during the holidays or is that a pass? I would love to get a Disneyland candy cane, <laughs> but I also would not love to be in line for two hours. I don't want to queue for two hours. Sure, so right? <laughs> I'd probably forgo the candy cane to get to experience other things. That's a good choice. Okay. Uh, let's see what else I got here. I got, uh, Something I did as a kid, but I'd like to do again, so I threw it on my bucket list, and that's right in the front of the monorail. To me, that's like a special experience, and I'd like to do that with my kids. My kids have never done it, and I think it'd be fun to do with them. Do they still do that at Disneyland? Uh, well, you know what? Honestly, I do not know. Um, okay, they stopped doing it in Walt Disney World, but I didn't know if they did in Disneyland. Yeah, I don't know. So that may be a bucket list item I never get to do. Uh, it's um, possible. I, yeah, I don't know. Uh we, I have ridden in the front of the monorail a couple times in Walt Disney World, and they would hand out little uh, driver licenses. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> that was really cute. Um, and it, it was really neat to do that, um, but then they quit. So my daughter will never get to do that because um, there was an unfortunate incident. There was, a, there was a wreck, and so for safety reasons, sure, they don't do that anymore. So I understand why, but Disneyland might be they might still do it because maybe they're super safe. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. We haven't had any incidents. I'm aware. Uh, okay. So the last one I have is a simple one and probably one that if I tell my kids, it'll make sure it absolutely happens on our next trip. Something I've never had. I would like Mickey ears with my name embroidered on it. You've never had that. I've never had it. When I, I've been to the parks a lot with my family as a kid, and that's one thing that I never absolutely, I never got. Oh, man. I don't know where mine are from my childhood. I definitely don't have an adult one. Um, but that is a really good one. Yeah. I feel like everyone needs some Mickey ears. I'm fairly certain my husband doesn't have any either. Well, so... you guys should get Mickey ears on your next trip. Oh, goodness. His and her my, Mickey ears. I, I would love it. But my husband would be like, no, I'm not going to wear these. What a waste of money. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, I love them. And they're, I mean, that's something that I'm cool with displaying forever. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Even... I, I, they're classy looking. They're not like, you know, gaudy. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, absolutely. You know, even my kids are that way. Like my, especially my oldest daughter, she, she's a freshman in high school now. So she's like rearranging her room and just cleaned it up. And she's like only got like certain things on the walls now. She's getting very picky about what's out on display and what's not. And But the Mickey ears, they're out and she wants them out and she wants to show them and she loves them. And she got them when she was like five, you know, and uh, see, that's awesome. That's it's pretty special. So anyway, I want Mickey ears with my name on it. And uh, that's it. <laughs> that's 
That's awesome. I love it. That's a good one. So that's it. My list is empty. Uh, I'm sure there's more things that'll be added to it over the years, but as of now, that's that's pretty much uh, that's kind of like my top priority of things. If I were to accomplish everything on my bucket list, I would spend approximately three point eight million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's those club levels, man. So it's not going to happen for me, but there's a couple of restaurants that I feel like I'm going to be able to <laughs> knock off uh on my list there's a few things that i'll be able to do but uh yeah my my list is expensive it's okay it's a good list you have a good list <laughs> it's a fun bucket list i really really want to go to tokyo disney sea someday really want to yeah. <laughs> that's way up there same here i wish I, I don't see it happening before my kids like move out of the house and it kind of bums me a little bit because i'd love to take them as kids at their age now because i think they'd really see it differently and, and really enjoy it and but it's not yeah. gonna happen so you know at some point we'll go and it'll be great but uh i don't see that for many many years yeah same same here yeah. i mean we're talking decades <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much for joining us on this episode of Mouse Geek Radio. You can connect with us by visiting mousegeekradio.com or on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at Mouse Geek Radio. Also, if you enjoyed this show, please don't forget to click that subscribe button to be notified when we post a new show. And if you'd leave us a review and rating on iTunes, we would greatly appreciate it. If you'd like to contact either of us personally, you can find Scott on Twitter at ST Barrett, and you can find me on Twitter at Mallory O'Brien. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time.